This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Austin, Texas. We're coming to you. Me and Tim. I'll be there. Uh, and a bunch of uh, the rest of the HeadGum gang <laughs> at uh, the uh, HeadGum Live at the North Door in Austin, Texas, Saturday, March 11th. Tom, is this part of South by Southwest? It is during South by Southwest. I do not believe it is an official. Yeah, guess what? Because you don't even need a badge. No, you can, you can just South go by buy a Southwest, ticket. Southwest, come see us live. You can go. You can find tickets at tcgt.com/tour. Uh, they're cheap. I think they're like ten bucks. Uh, uh, a whole day of headgum entertainment, uh, and we're kicking it off. Yeah. Me and you. Uh, you ever want to come see us in the afternoon? Here's your chance. But it's a Saturday afternoon, and and get this. I mean, there's what seven shows. It's uh, us, the complete got everything. Who weekly? This is why you're single. Twinovation, high and mighty. If I were you, and black man can't jump. Uh, so the show is all day. It's gonna be like an all day uh, fiesta. You know what yeah. that means? Party. Party. And you might think, like, 1 p.m., why would I come do that? I'm not even going to be drunk yet. Guess what? It's going to be Austin during South by Southwest. Yeah. You're allowed to be drunk at, like, 10 a.m. You can be drunk whenever. Just come. Get drunk. Saturday, come. March 11th. Uh, our show is at 1 at the North Door. You can find tickets tcgt.com slash tour. This is going to be our first U.S. show outside of the state of New York. Wow. Is that true? <laughs> You're asking me like I would know better than you would. Yes. <laughs> uh, so once again, check that out. TCGT.com slash live. Tour. Slash tour. <laughs> I'll put it on both. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm fired up and always angry about everything. How are you, Tom? <laughs> oh, what a great way to be. Yeah, that's just the way I am now. That's the secret to a long and a happy life. Yeah, a very healthy <laughs> existence is to just be at 10. Yeah, just angry. All the time. Angry just at everything. pissed. Just anything anybody says just sets you off. Well, it's interesting you say that, Tim, because I was uh, thinking beforehand about uh, uh, two people that I heard that are very angry lately. Um, Pixie and Dixie. Who the hell are Pixie those and Dixie? Those are those two mice that are always trying to get uh, or trying to get away from the... They're knockoff Tom and Jerry's. Or no. I don't know. <laughs> Tom and Jerry aren't both mice. They're Hanna-Barbera creations. <sighs> I don't know. So anyway, yeah. who's angry, Tom, if not Pixie and Dixie? Not, yeah. Well, I mean, they might be. Uh, uh, Miles Teller and Emma Watson. Okay, Miles Teller is the famous drumming boy from the movie... Drumming Boy. Drumming Boy, starring J.K. Simmons. Uh-huh. And Emma Watson is from La La Land? No. no. Tim, she's from uh, uh, Harvey Potter. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. But Tom, stop moving this. Sorry, I'm, I like so moving noise. things. Jeepers, creepers. Uh, but the reason why they're both are mad, they feuding? No, no, no. Yeah. They're mad, Tim, because they were both supposed to be in La La Land. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, look at this. They were supposed to be the 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 uh, La and La, the yeah. titular La and La in La mm-hmm. La Land. I always thought that that movie was called La La La. <laughs> nope. It's, a lot of people make that mistake. Yeah. Like La it's La. Like, what the? F- what does l- this mean? La La La, and then Andy, North Dakota. Yeah. Like one of those weird towns with a weird name. Yeah. And I was like, man, this this all takes place in Hollywood, California. What's going on here? Yeah. I don't um, understand any of this. You know what? Everybody's all pissed off. 
this is all they got jazz wrong. <laughs> Nobody's. Yeah, no, everybody's like, oh, uh, Tim, you hang out with a bad crowd. Then. I hang out on the internet, which is ruining me. It's killing me, Tom. <laughs> yeah, but everybody's all mad about uh, the fact that uh, that uh, La La Land's like they think they have this regressive view of jazz or something. And it's like no, the, the the Ryan Goosling has has a bad view of jazz. Mm-hmm. That doesn't he doesn't speak for the movie. He's but a character in the movie. Right. Tom, we shouldn't have done those whiskey but, shots before we came here. <laughs> but none of the boys on the jazz forums understand this. That's no. what you're saying? Yeah. I, I Look, I troll the forums with some jazz heads. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been known to do that. Is that yeah. a crime? Uh, it should be. It should be. It should be uh, uh, punished by uh, execution. Okay. Firing squad. <laughs> Deal. All right. So Miles Teller and Emma Watson were both supposed to be in La La Land. What, they couldn't cut it? Their voice, their singing voices weren't bad enough? Well, <laughs> Miles Teller, you know, as you said, he was the drumming boy yeah. in uh, Whiplash. Oh, in Whiplash. Uh, was the same writer-director. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, he was just like, yeah, I'm going to make the next one with you. Like, at the end of every episode we do, I'm always like, yeah, you know what, Tim, next episode, you're on board. Like, oh boy, thanks, Mr. Reynolds. Yeah. I won't let you down. Right. And then I spend the rest of the week frantically looking for better talent. Uh, but then That's I. Well, but you've already told me that I'm hired for the next episode. Right. This episode by episode contract <laughs> is very nerve wracking for the both of us, it seems. And it's a lot of paperwork, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, but so he told him, like, yeah, me and you, we're going to, I don't know, every movie we'll just make together now. I mean, that worked with J.K. Simmons. Uh, J.K. Simmons yeah, showed up to La La Land. He's like, yeah. I thought you were talking about J.K. Simmons' uh, deal with Spider-Man. What? Oh, is he in the new Spider-Man? No, he was in the old Spider-Man. Yeah, I thought maybe you were He was J.J. Jameson. Yeah. Okay, go on. Uh, so, the, uh, uh, what's his name? Miles Teller, he was going to be in it. He's a famous Hollywood jerk, as I yeah. uh, am I'm led to believe. Listen, I don't know what this guy knows about everybody in Hollywood that he keeps getting hired, because this guy stinks. I he mean, I've never seen a movie stinker. that he's been in. Yeah, uh, he stinks. I mean, Whiplash was a good movie, but, you know, and he was uh, good at drumming, considering I think he, like, learned to play drums for the mm-hmm. movie. Just like Ryan Goosling did for exactly. uh, La La Land. La yeah. La Land. <laughs> and I guess the 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 uh, director thought, like, oh, I'm going to need somebody who's good at learning instruments quickly again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, at some point he just said, nah, I don't want him. I, I want uh, Ryan Goosling. Yeah. But then Emma Watson, she was like, ooh, I'd love to be in your movie. And was he like, I called the wrong Emma. Yeah, he's like, oh, brother, I did the wrong thing. I looked in the phone book, listed my first names, (laughs) and dialed the wrong one. Yeah, Yeah. just picked the first one. Well, I guess maybe the last one, because W's before S. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows what happened? Yeah. Look, but anyway, Emma, I'm not I'm, a Hollywood insider. I don't know these things. I don't know how the reverse phone book works there. Uh, one of the so he when Emma Watson was going to do it, she said, "Oh, they, this is uh, lovely, it's simply lovely. Can we do rehearsals in London? Because that's where I live with all the other um, uh, magicians." Oh no, <laughs> she's not a muggle. Yeah, she's a wizard. All yeah. the other wi- wizards. Um, and they were like, uh, you know, the name of the movie's La La Land, not Lolo London, yeah. <laughs> you dummy. So get your ass to North <laughs> Dakota or. <laughs> right. It got You're very this movie. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that fell apart. You know, Wait, really? She wanted to, ha- she made demands and they were She like, wanted all the rehearsals because there were tons of rehearsals for singing and all dancing. All that dancing. All that dancing, all that jazz. I think they canceled the singing rehearsals for the <laughs> for the final movie, though. <laughs> right. They were like, you know, we the don't last have time. Minute, they were like, you know what, guys? Uh, yeah. Just wing it. La La Land, uh, the first movie I've seen twice in theaters since... Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Use. No, even before that. Um, Tom Hanks and the Dog. What's that movie? Turner and Hooch? Turner and Hooch. You saw Turner and Hooch twice in the theaters. Hell yeah, I did. (laughs) 
I love Tom Hanks. I love dogs. And I was also like six years old. Yeah, you didn't have much else there going on. There wasn't much playing at the, at the <laughs> movie theater. Well, certainly not that you could see. They mm. might have had, you know, some R-rated fare. Yeah, I was a child. Yeah. You can okay. go see uh, Did you have like eight that? and a half weeks or whatever it was, yeah. nine and a half weeks. Scumbag <laughs> families bringing <laughs> children to R-rated movies. Yeah. Uh, I want to hoot and holler at the screen without uh, kids. Woo! Oh, she! Uh, when I saw Basic Instinct, I was just like, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to, you know, scream when she uncrosses her legs. Yeah. You weren't there's uh, a child sitting right taking next a me. note like, oh, I gotta go on IMDb later and put down a new goof. Well, it's a goof. She forgot to wear underwear. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Emma Stone or Emma Watson. Uh, you know, dropped out of the movie or whatever, too. Or I don't know, she dropped out, or they were just like, you know what, you're a real uh, pain in the butt. <laughs> Whoa, Tom. Jeepers. <laughs> she was just being very demanding, yeah, apparently. I know, but you were about to say a word I'm not very No, no, of. no, I wasn't going to say that. Uh, but the So the two of them now, though, are both like, no, we should have been in that movie. Then we'd be big, bigger stars. Just what? Miles Teller. Guess what, both of you, you don't have a, a goddamn ounce of the charm. Or the charisma. Yeah. You think just because uh, you were cast for that, that uh, the movie would have been as good? Also, when I think Miles Teller, Mm -hmm. and when I think Emma Watson, Mm -hmm. I think too cool for goddamn school. Yeah, exactly. When I think of Ryan Goosling, Mm -hmm. when I think of Emma Stone, I think, you know what? These people... Stars, they're just like us. Even though they're not, right. they're better than us. They uh-huh. are better in, in almost every way. Every way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I just want to, I was just like, man, can't you kids see you're in love with each other? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what the movie is about. There's no way that would that movie would have had anywhere near the charm and charisma. Yeah. So that's my opinion. Uh, I give La La Land one out of six stars. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Tim, what are we... Look, we're not talking about uh, the uh, dancing and singing. I mean, I guess a little bit, but what are we talking about this week? Music. That's right. Uh, Looney Tunes presents Merry Melodies. <laughs> That's what we're talking so about. So we're talking about Looney Tunes today. Yeah. yeah. It's in the news. And not the the CD store that we grew up with. <laughs> Tim, that's a very obscure joke. Yeah, a couple people like that one. Yeah. I mean, they won't. A couple of people will know what I'm talking about, though. Mm-hmm. Long Island represent is what I say. Yeah, it's a, a music store named Looney Tunes. Yeah, Tom, stop talking about that music store named <laughs> Looney Tunes. We're talking about the actual Looney Tunes gangs. Bugs, Daffy. And the rest. <laughs> Porky. 
Wait, uh, let's name as many as we can off the top of our head. All right, without any uh, yeah. aids. Uh, just full disclosure, Tom, I've taken off my shoes. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Bugs. Bunny. Uh-huh. Daffy the Duck. Uh-huh. Porky the Pig. Yes. Uh, a lot of these are animals. Foghorn the Leghorn. He's not, no. Um, Who's the name of the little chicken hawk guy? Uh, George W. Bush. <laughs> no. No, the little chicken hawk guy. He's always trying to... Chicken hawk? He was always trying to eat foghorn leghorn. He's like, I say, I say, you can't eat me. He's like, well, I'm going to eat you. What's a chicken hawk? A hawk that eats chickens, you idiot. Really? Yeah. Hmm, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I thought it was just something they used to slander the members <laughs> of the Bush administration. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, who else you got? Uh, pfft. <laughs> Did you run out? Of Marvin it? the Martian. Mm. Uh, who who do you got? Let's go one for one. Oh. It's a knockout round. <laughs> oh man! Uh, somehow I've run out already. Uh, I mean, Michigan J Frog, Sylvester the Cat. Oh, Tweety Bird. Oh, that oh god! I gave that. <laughs> I handed that to you on yeah. a silver platter. Um, all right, let's let, let's, let's, let's yeah, go yeah, yeah. formally. Uh, let's just do this for an hour. Yeah. Um, Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. Tom, and yeah. I'm not talking about the CD store. Yeah, no, Island, you're not talking about the CD store. Uh, is an American animated series of comedy short films produced by Warner Brothers from 1930 to 1969 during the golden age of American animation, mm-hmm. alongside sister series Merry Melodies. So Merry Melodies and Looney Tunes were different. Wait, how? In what way were they different? I don't know. They they were they uh, ran concurrently. Okay. Now they would just show these in movie theaters before movies, right? And not like before movies existed, but like uh, instead of trailers, before they realized they could just sh- uh, show us commercials while we sit there. Yeah. They used to come up with some of the best entertainment money could buy. I mean, I didn't appreciate it as a kid. Did you appreciate it? What? Looney Tunes? Yeah, I loved Looney Tunes when I was a kid. Yeah, I was always like, I like Looney Tunes, but like get to like the the new stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, I was always very unclear about when Looney Tunes were made. Yeah. Especially, I mean, they took out all references to like Hitler and everything, right? Uh, for the most part. Uh, but especially like, do you remember uh, they made those uh, movies in the 80s? Where they just repackaged all the Looney Tunes and oh, then put yeah. like Joiner stuff between them. I don't remember the. Oh yeah, it was like a, a Daffy Duck movie or something, right? And Daffy Duck would come uh, out, and uh, I don't know. And they would just kind of animate to uh, to connect to short cartoons. Yeah, this is very confusing to me as a boy. <laughs> I mean, you were always confused as a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it started as a, uh, uh, just a way to blow off steam. <laughs> no, it, it started as a ripoff of Walt Disney. Oh yeah. Uh, it was to compete against Walt Disney's Mickey Mouse short cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warner Brothers became interested in developing a series of animated shorts to promote their music. This is how dumb they were. <laughs> they were like, uh, you know what, uh, Forget about cartoons. There's no money in cartoons. We'll yeah, need them we, to promote the music. We got to sell more Bing Crosby albums. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> the Warner Brothers are two of the dumbest men I've ever met in my life. <laughs> You've met them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. What are their names? Uh, the, the Steve and Lenny. Wow. Steve and Lenny Warner. Yeah. And they suck. They suck at business. Yeah. They su- Wait, I mean, what? It was to promote their music. Did, were they just trying to sell classical albums? No. That's like the only music that's in those Tom, things, you really. idiot. They had recently acquired Brunswick Records. Okay. Along with four music publishers uh, for $28 million. A lot of money which, back then. Yeah. You know how much? I'll give you... Uh, adjust it for inflation for Yeah. Me. In 2017 dollars, how much do you think? Twenty eight. <sighs> million in beginning of 2017 when money's still worth something or end of 2017 (laughs) when you have to bring a a a shopping cart full of cash to buy toilet paper jesus christ um uh 27 million in what year 1929 right before the crash i assume oh yeah 
The um, I would say so pre crash nineteen twenty nine compared to pre crash twenty seventeen. <laughs> uh, I would say that that's worth seven hundred million dollars. Four hundred and one million, you oh, idiot! Damn it! Um, yeah, they were eager to promote their the the new material mm-hmm. for the sales of sheet music and phonograph records, two things that nobody buys anymore. Look, I download guitar tabs. Yeah, man, you don't need that. Uh... That's how I learn how to play Swanee River. <laughs> <laughs> guitartabs.biz you know what you know what i hate what do you hate inflation i hate people talking about how much things used to cost who gives a shit it was different because of an inflation shut the hell up you old idiot nobody cares oh it's just a cost of time yeah and you used to get paid a dollar so who cares yeah that's it's true different. i mean i don't think your beef is with inflation i think your beef is with uh like fictional old men that are always telling you no they're real yeah i don't care that something used to cost less money but in my in my time in my day um have you noticed inflation um not really right it seems but i'm like... also bad with money <laughs> but i think just because everything's getting cheaper all the time too because everything's becoming more and more mass produced and uh you know, there, there's like a, a string attached to every, you know, so many things they sell you. and it's, Strings? Well, the I'm, price of string has, has increased 400%. Oh, yeah. That doesn't keep up with inflation. It goes mm-hmm. way past it. But, uh, no, like I was thinking about video games because video games, like, really haven't changed price since when I was a kid. Yeah, that's true. But nowadays you buy and it's like, oh, you want the season pass? Oh, you want the uh, special edition? You're always talking about, oh, you talk you about the, video uh, games you like want the, teams uh, talk about everything. <laughs> And, like, when I don't understand that uh, video games have turned to, like, they stop selling you the game and they sell sell you, like, costumes instead of the game. Like, mm-hmm. they give you the Batman game for free, but, like, you can only play as Adam West, but, like, you really want to play as George Clooney, so what? that costs Tim, you, like, $70. Geez, you are so out of touch. What? <laughs> Adam West and George Clooney. What about them? They're... They don't sell you a Batman game in 2017. You can only play as Adam West. Yeah, unless you unless upgrade. You, unless you pay more money. That's the perfect way. It's a freemium model. Yeah. They Have got, you heard of freemium, Tom? I've heard of freemium. Everything. It's free, but also. But there's a premium. premium? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Uh, but you never know which is which. Right. So you download it, and sometimes it's like, uh, jokes on you, it wasn't free. It was $1,000. We already build your account. We're already garnishing your wagers. Wages. <laughs> yeah. We're garnishing all your wagers that you make down at the uh, the horse racing place track, <laughs> horse track. <sighs> anyway, once. inflation's stupid. Yeah, I mean, inflation is a thing that happens, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I bet everybody wishes that inflation wasn't a thing. Not old people; they'd have nothing else to talk about. What old person has ever told you what something used to cost? Well, a lot of them are dead now. Yeah, old people are dying. Yeah, something's happening. Somebody (laughs) should look into it. Yeah, old people are dying every day, and uh, the government refuses to acknowledge this. And they look the other way. Uh, The Looney Tunes, Tom. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, it's weird that they made these things in, like, the 30s and the 40s. Mm -hmm. And then, like, they were in the 90s, they were still like, hey, kids, watch this shit. Like, yeah. What happened? Uh, well, it was good. It was good. And yeah, it was good and very, very violent. Um, yeah, not as violent as they made it out to be, though. Uh, pretty violent. I never tried anything violent. Tim, I, I know- never had access to a mallet. <laughs> I know for a fact that you've you've hit somebody over the head with a frying pan. <laughs> Imagine hitting somebody with a frying like, like I, a cast iron frying pan. Yeah. You brain them. Their 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 brains would come out of their eyes if you hit them with that. Let me ask you a question, Tom. Uh-huh. Uh I'm thinking of buying two baseball bats to leave next to my bed. Okay. Good idea. Bad one, idea. One for each hand. Yeah. Okay. Or two chainsaws. <laughs> well, What's the or? All right. My uh, what I need to ask you: mm-hmm. Do I buy two baseball bats, two chainsaws? Or a baseball bat and a chainsaw. Well, if you buy a baseball bat and a chainsaw, a chainsaw is going to cut right through a baseball bat the first chance it gets. Um, Do you have any sort of weapons in your home to prevent against? No. (laughs) Do you? I have a few things. 
What do you have? Uh, do you have a gun? No, I don't have a gun. I was thinking of buying a gun. Don't buy a gun. I mean, I'm not allowed you, to have a yeah, gun. Yeah, you can't buy a gun because yeah. it'd be a record. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's not going to be an issue pretty soon. <laughs> um. Oh, I was going to say, I, I heard this thing on the radio the other day. They said uh, every year one in ten homes gets burgled. That really? can't be true. No, that's yeah. Gotta, was it on a? I mean, it was the guys trying to sell you a burglar alarm. Yeah, you know, were you, so you listening to the them. freaking Alex Jones show? No, I just listening to the radio. And the radio is for old people, and yeah, if you want to sell an old person old somebody, people. you gotta scare them. So the Looney Tunes, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Wait, why would you need two baseball bats next to your bed? Um, one for me and one for my girlfriend. Are you gonna have your girlfriend defend you? <laughs> No, she can defend herself. You go, you go first. No, what if two? What if two scoundrels come in? Yeah, and I'm busy wailing on one of them. <laughs> it's true. Could uh, uh, you know, be like, hey, you. Do I it. would say don't get two baseball bats. You got to mix up your weapons. Uh... You had like the most dangerous knife. <laughs> it was dangerous to everybody. It was dangerous to the person holding it. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought when when we were roommates years ago, I thought somebody had broken in. I, I uh, uh, used that knife. I didn't use it, but I carried it to the basement to go look for uh, you know a scoundrel down there. And then on my way down, I'm like, what am I gonna do? Just <laughs> murder somebody? Cut them? Kill them with this? Yeah. Yeah. If you killed an intruder, you'd call the cops, right? Yeah, what else would I do? I don't know. Just dispose of their body? Yeah, why the hell not? <laughs> Tim, first off, I don't have nearly enough lie. <laughs> I mean, you have a good amount of lie. I have a good amount. Sure, I can get rid of an arm or something like that. You Tom, know, if I cut somebody's arm off and they run away. Tom, mm-hmm. who are, uh, is your favorite Looney Tunes character? It's a good question. Hmm. All right, you have two choices. Okay. Sylvester or Sylvester Jr.? Who is Sylvester Jr.? Um, he's uh, an animated cartoon character in the Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes, and Merry Melody series. Oh, I vaguely remember yeah. Sylvester Tom, Jr. you idiot. He was created by Robert McKimson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who my favorite uh, Warner Brothers cartoon character is? Yeah. Looney Tunes character? Uh, Roadrunner. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Uh, a... Roadrunner cartoons were always my favorite. Ro- yeah, okay. You know what? I didn't appreciate them enough as I, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. They were the most creative things. Oh, yeah. I mean, it takes such a simple uh, premise and make, you know, I don't know how many of those things they made. Yeah. Uh, 10,000. No, uh, there, you know, no dialogue in those things. Yeah, you know what? You know, they eventually made him like turn yeah, to the camera and be like, I hate Ain't that no bitch or I, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they had to bleep it. <laughs> that and you found out this is why the coyote didn't often talk. Yeah. Because uh they didn't let him because he was always cussing. Yeah. He was like Fuck that roadrunner. This is lit AF. I mean you can leave that in. Yeah. Well that's why I know that one. I know the other ones. That's what we need, Looney Tunes that speak in teen slang. Yeah. Wasn't that kind of what uh, uh, Tiny Tunes was? Go. In the words of Wiley e. Coyote, Tom, <laughs> go get fucked. Wow. No, that is not what Tiny Tunes were. Tiny Tunes were reverent. What does that mean? They were uh, they were eaten by a bear with Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. <laughs> That's good. That's a very topical joke. <laughs> uh, no, no, they, they, they. Hey, have you heard about the Oscars this year? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they looked back. Uh, uh, like they were, they were very. Uh, they respected their elders, Babs and Buster Bunny, uh, uh, Bugs Bunny's illegitimate children, <laughs> uh, born of groupies while yeah, he was. Oh, uh, yeah. Touring the Six Flags amusement parks, <laughs> wearing that, wearing that tux. God damn it! I hate that he comes out in that tux. <laughs> so what you're talking about is that Six Flags Great Adventure. Well, Six Flags theme parks. Yeah, they're 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 not owned by Warner Brothers, right? They just have like a licensing agreement yeah, with Warner. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they have characters in the parks, and the Bugs Bunny character is always wearing. He's not wearing pants, right? No, he's, he's just, just wearing, wearing a yeah. tuxedo jacket and mm-hmm. a bow tie. But I've never seen just a straight up 
Bugs Bunny yeah. costume, and that's weird to me. There's a regular Mickey Mouse at at Disney World, right? Yeah. There's is all that, sorts wait, of Disney. Is there a regular Mickey Mouse? There's an. There's yeah. not a regular Mickey Mouse wearing like the the overalls, like the. Oh! I mean, that's the the what you just described, Tom. Uh huh. Or what you just acted out. Yeah. That's every Mickey Mouse. His right. voice doesn't change based on his clothes. Yeah, but I'm just saying when you think of his voice and you think of the clothes that he wears, I don't think there is. I think there's like a vacation Mickey and there's also a Mickey wearing a tux. There's one uh, that's like dressed in like a Martian uniform or something. What? Yeah, he's wearing like tinfoil or something. Oh, at like Tomorrowland yeah, or something, something like that? Like yeah, that. I can yeah. see that. I don't think there's like a regular just nude Mickey walking around. There. I don't, Mickey's never nude, you idiot. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't think there's like a topless you, Mickey. You don't think they've created that costume and that that's at least underground in their weird secret bunkers? Why would they make an underground naked Mickey costume? No, I think they bring it out once in a while. You don't know. They bring out, like, Disney World's a big place, Tom. I know it's a big place. It's bigger than the state of North Dakota. That's uh, categorically that's untrue. A, I don't know. You I don't, don't think know. Florida is even bigger than North Dakota. Yeah, but uh, Disney World's a little bigger than Florida. <laughs> so anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, uh, Bugs Bunny at uh, at Six Flags. Yeah. Um, Comes out like he's cock of the walk, yeah. which he kind of is. Yeah, it's his park. Yeah, but he's not much of a stinker in the park. He's never pulling anything. Well, I probably that, uh, a lot of that comes down to the fact that there's uh, like a 17-year-old guy uh, woman in there pretending to be uh, what Bugs a woman Bunny. can't be <laughs> can't crafty. be a stinker oh a woman can't be a stinker huh uh tom uh-huh. uh i just want to tell you the roadrunner yeah is one of the most boring characters in all of literature <laughs> and why no he's great he's the classic straight man no he's not he i mean yeah he's uh he's a straight man but he just runs through the frame he doesn't do anything. No, sometimes he stops and goes, little, 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 meet me. All right. <laughs> if you thought the noise that the Roadrunner made was, <laughs> and he was your favorite character, we're in the goddamn episode right here. Look, that's as good an impression as I can do. He got his house like a turkey. <laughs> What's canon, Tom? Meep, meep, or beep, beep? Ooh. Yeah, uh, I believe beep beep is canon. Yeah, but it's meep meep. But it's meep meep is what he's saying. But yeah. but beep beep is I believe canon. But what does that mean? Is, or is he emulating <laughs> I mean, a car? Is neither he... of them mean anything. Tim, it's just the noise a roadrunner makes. He looks nothing like an actual roadrunner. He looks a little bit like I don't know it, what but a that was confusing looks. as hell when I was a kid. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing: roadrunners are not as big as coyotes. <laughs> no, <laughs> that'd be terrifying. Uh, yeah, they're in the cartoon. It's like an ostrich-sized character. That is uh, not true. See, I think Wiley Coyote is, and way I don't think better. they're that colorful either. I think they're usually just like brown. Yeah, to blend in with the desert. So Wiley Coyote is kind of a uh, true-to-life depiction of an actual coyote yeah save for the ordering things through the mail yeah but like he's way more interesting Mm -hmm. because he's dogged he's always he's creative he's always trying new things he's painting he's a he's a painter Uh uh-huh um and he man's just trying to eat just trying to provide for his family yeah it's a very dark cartoon in that way that he's literally trying to eat the other character. Yeah, sometimes he even puts on a, a, a napkin as a bib. And yeah, he gets a, all ready to eat him. Yeah, which I think is putting the cart before the horse. Oh, yeah, he's jumping the gun. Come on, it Wiley. Always, it always winds up uh, biting him in the ass. The other thing that I don't really like about Wiley Coyote mm-hmm. is that like it's going to be like, first of all, his name is it's like a pun for Wiley Coyote, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> but he's not all that wily, right? Because wily uh, suggests that, like, you know, there's some sort of competence there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's wile, e coyote, w i l e. That's not a first name. Yeah, wile isn't. Yeah. Lyle is yeah. wily coyote. Yeah, it should be lily coyote. <laughs> yeah. And then the roadrunner doesn't even have a name at all. Yeah. Yeah, see, uh, the, you're garbage for thinking the the roadrunner's good. I like the roadrunner. Yeah, but 
I bet you do. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, Tim. I'm not getting rid of this Tasmanian devil tattoo I have, but uh, but uh, yeah, I still like Roadrunner. Taz. Taz. In a Carolina Panthers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Taz in a Carolina Panthers jersey across my back. Sexy. It is sad. Well, thank you for saying it. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Tom, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's address the elephant in the room or uh, the bunny in the room as it, as it, as it may be. Bugs Bunny. Bugs is bunny. Yeah. Uh, pro or con? Oh, a million times pro. Right. Bugs Bunny is the best. I used to hate him. Yeah, you know what? I think when you're a kid, you don't like the standard character. Yeah. Regardless of how good or bad they are. Same thing with Mickey Mouse. Like, no kid really likes Mickey Mouse. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. There's no reason to like Mickey Mouse. No, Mickey Mouse stinks. Mickey Mouse is, like, people say, uh, I used to say a lot, vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. No, vanilla ice cream is at least delicious. Right. It's Mickey like Mouse tastes like tasteless ice cream. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, just it's milk. Like, you want some milk that we froze? Or it's like an ice cube. Yeah. Like, hey, kids, you want a popsicle? And uh, oh, the, I love one. You know, the weird old man takes out just water on a stick. <laughs> That's Mickey Mouse. I have no opinions about anything. Yeah. Take a stance, Mickey. Yeah, for once in your life. Bugs Bunny, he takes plenty of stances. Yeah. He uh, he fights gangsters. Mm-hmm. He fights hunters. Yeah. He fights ducks. Mm-hmm. Um, he fights... Uh, His th- life's a lot like mine. Yeah, the Third Reich he, he yep. fights sometimes. He fought uh, the Japanese, the, the Japanese Empire. Yeah, back when they were bad. Yeah. Uh, now the Japanese are good, Tom. I know. All right. <laughs> I know. You tell me every week. <laughs> okay. So I'll make one thing clear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the, and he's always, you know what? I kind of didn't like when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, I think I was a kid that liked to follow the rules. <laughs> I didn't like to shake things up. I was not a stinker, Tom. No. And guess who was a stinker? Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. He yeah. was uh, the original stinker. Yeah, you would have. You would have let Elmer Fudd blow your head off. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I would have been like, "Well, this is the natural well, it, order of yeah, things." Well, yeah. Well, it is Tim season, so I guess uh, shoot my brains out. Yeah. Uh, paint the walls with my brains, Elmer Fudd. Man, those duck season, rabbit season, mm-hmm. uh, cartoons. Yeah. Those were dark because it was a duck and a rabbit being like no shoot him yeah shoot him murder this person instead of me yeah pretty desperate like if me and you tom <laughs> if you and i like if uh if, if, if uh our lovely engineer john turned around right now uh-huh. uh with a shotgun right i wouldn't be like kill tom no don't kill me kill tom yeah i sense you might <laughs> yeah i mean well if somebody's gonna die it ain't gonna be me yeah that's true uh I guess I'd die for you, Tom. There, I said it. Well, I mean, you know, unfortunately, it's Tim season, so it's your turn. Uh, Let me ask you this about Bugs Bunny. Uh, Who's your favorite Bugs Bunny foil? Uh, uh, Can I tell you who mine is? Sure. It's whenever he was going up against the mob guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like those guys a lot. Muggsy and the gang. Yeah, Muggsy and uh, <laughs> those guys are real dumb. <laughs> oh, boy. He really uh, pulled one over on him. Yeah. Uh, but I did also like uh, Yosemite Sam. Yeah, Yosemite Sam. Um, I can't I just tell. liked how angry Yosemite Sam was all the time. I feel like I relate to Yosemite Sam <laughs> more than anybody else. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's actually kind of a scary guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's an angry man with guns. Yeah, he's got so many firearms, and he's always just... 
He's got like a Napoleon complex. Yeah. Uh, or uh, Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian. Tom? He's more of a Daffy foil. Never did it for me. You didn't like Marvin the Martian? No. Mm. Mm. My death ray is almost ready. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> like, there was no... He didn't seem to be, like, playing on the on the same plane as everybody else. Well, yeah, he was from Mars, you idiot. Yeah. Did they ever... <sighs> did they ever what? Show him nude, you pervert? Why did you think <laughs> I was going to say that? Uh, I don't know. You seem like you're getting very uh, aroused. No, I was just thinking. <laughs> you're getting all flush thinking about Marvin. Because I think the thing that um, was cool about uh, Looney Tunes and mm-hmm. Merry Melodies, yes, is that they would uh, they had like so many characters, and they used them in like uh, so many different combinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they never took the bait until like the 80s or like the 70s to like make it a free-for-all like everybody's gonna be in this thing yeah usually it was only two or three characters yeah it was like let's keep this manageable (laughs) right you know can i say one thing that Uh might be uh controversial Mm. i think mel blank the the guy who did the voices for everything Mm -hmm. was kind of a piece of shit (laughs) why do you think he was a piece of shit um if I understand correctly, yes, uh, he uh, he like signed a contract that was like, yeah, I'm a great voice artist. Mm-hmm. Um, on every now, cartoon, why they make him sign a contract? They just said that, <laughs> you know, just in case he ever did badly, they could sue him in court. Uh-huh. Hey, you presented yourself as, uh, and then uh, he was like, uh, but here's the thing: only my name. It'll say voices by Mel Blank. Mm-hmm. And then other people would come in and do other things, but it they never got their names on it. Other people came in and did voices? Yeah. And he was like, no, I want everybody to think I did that? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty shit. That's what somebody told me. But that was the, the same person that told me that in college. Mm-hmm. He also had a poster on his wall. Yeah. Um, that was from when Mel Blank died. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all the Looney Tunes characters standing around like an old-timey radio microphone uh-huh. with their mouths closed, yeah. and it just said, speechless. Right. And then, like, Mel Blanc's birth and death dates. So I don't I don't know if he was celebrating Mel Blanc's <laughs> death or his legacy. Right. Uh, <laughs> it was also a weird kind of poster for a college student to have. Yeah. Like... Man, you're really into the Looney Tunes, I guess. Yeah, you're supposed to have a uh, Farrah Fawcett up there or something. Yeah. Or uh, something about uh, beer and alcohol. Yeah, or that uh, Jim Belushi poster where he's wearing the college shirt. There you go. Or Starry Night, not uh, Mel Blanc. No. Um, so, <laughs> did this anecdote he told you about mel blank did that come up because of the poster or was this a guy just always talking about he was mel blank? mostly talking like he had a lot of looney tunes gear <laughs> and we didn't go to like cartoon school <laughs> cartoon college no two gays <laughs> no we went to a normal like human college uh-huh uh and uh, it was just weird. He really, uh, he, he really liked. It. He was a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, to this day, I never understand <laughs> why he had that poster, or why he told me that thing about Mel Blanc, which may or may not be true. Yeah, was the poster framed, or was it just? Uh, it was framed. It was framed. Yeah, it was framed. Wow, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a framed <laughs> college poster. I might have. I might I might have framed this. it for him. No, I think it might have been autographed by Mel Blank's son. <laughs> well, why would it be autographed by his son? Why would his son be, uh, he, let me sign that poster about my dead dad? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Was Mel Blank's son named Mel Blank? I mean, it would be Mel Blank Jr. <laughs> yeah. If if so. Yeah, but he could still keep, he could keep the junior off. Nobody... Well, I mean, when your dad's that well known, I think you gotta. Nobody be the wiser. Yeah, imagine James Bond Junior pulled that shit. James Bond Junior was the nephew of James Bond. So. Yeah, it still doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, wow. 
I don't think they wanted to tell kids like uh, he was an illegitimate son. Yeah, but like, why not just make him the son? Yeah, because and James Bond never appeared in James Bond Junior., which is horseshit. Yeah, I I, like I I watched that show constantly as a kid, thinking someday James Bond's going to show up. They're going to have a little cameo with James Bond. Was it James (laughs) Bond or? Junior, like his nephew, or was it like a uh, uh, Muppet Babies situation? Where he was supposed to be a younger James Bond? Yeah. No, no, no. You know there are people out there that think the Muppet Babies were the Muppets' kids? Were the Muppets' babies? Yeah. Uh, it's not Muppets' babies. <laughs> no. Uh, I didn't know that. What do you mean? There, Tim, where are you getting all of your information from lately? Don't worry about where I get my information. <laughs> are, they, are these the same people who... Uh, is this from the Jazz Forum? <laughs> I mean, is, no, there, but there's a lot of crossover. Are there I'll to- say that much. Is there like a like a trending topic on the Jazz Forum? Are the Muppet Babies <laughs> the baby versions of them or their babies? I mean, it comes... Tom, don't act like you don't stumble upon weird stuff on the internet sometimes. I stumble upon weird stuff, but not nothing that weird. I don't know. Debates as to what the origins of the, the Muppet Well, that's babies. just stupid. I mean, have you or have you not stumbled upon the theory that the Muppet Babies uh, were written by sci- Scientologists? No, I have not stumbled upon that uh, theory. Yeah. Why, where does where that come from? Uh, and... Apparently, uh, a writer said that like the head of the writing staff was Scientologist, Scientologist. and like handed out Scientology materials mm-hmm. and like outlines of like here are the lessons we want to hear the here's the wisdom from Scientology that we want to impart on the Muppet Babies. Your yeah, <laughs> we'll teach the Muppet Babies this, and then when we film them, yeah, uh, they'll come back, and uh, you know things will naturally play out. I've never heard that that theory either, Tim. Tom, what was up with uh, in the '90s mm-hmm. when they started dressing uh, the the Looney Tunes characters? Yeah, in like uh, street clothes, mm-hmm. like uh, like crisscross. Yeah, would, well, would... they would dress the characters in street clothes and then make street clothes out of them in street clothes. Yeah, um, so like you'd have like Taz with a backwards hat and mm-hmm. like. Uh, like a, a Raiders jersey or a Carolina Panthers jersey, as <laughs> yeah. it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and like uh, people would wear, and like it was like cool to like. It was very cool. It was about as cool as it got. Was it badass? <laughs> <laughs> was it badass? Um, I think it was. I think you still need to bring a little bit of your own badassness to it, Tim. But uh, I mean, you think about it, if you're if you're a badass. And you're wearing, think about how badass you have to be to wear a Tweety Bird shirt, you know? Did you have any of that gear? I did. I had a Bugs Bunny one. Wow, what was he wearing? Uh, (laughs) What was he wearing? (laughs) A a dang tuxedo? No, no, Tim. I remember because it was... uh, it was a controversial shirt. I'll say. I'll say it was a. It was a controversial shirt uh, because he had his uh, his pants around his ass. Whoa! Did you see his butthole? No. Nah. <laughs> what? Why didn't you ask it that way? I don't want to do this show anymore now. <laughs> well, this is the last episode. Didn't uh, creep me out for good. You made it seem like something <laughs> terrible happened on that shirt. Yeah, but God, Tim, the way you said that. <laughs> Give me the fucking heebie-jeebies. We'll, we'll, we'll believe it. We'll believe that. <laughs> uh, note, uh, note to the editor: uh, please uh, bleep the part where I referred to Bugs Bunny's butthole. Where I seem to get excited that I didn't prospect. get excited. No, uh, I, was, I was just asking questions. Well, if we had a stenographer here, we could have them read it back. Uh, could you read that back with the same inflection, please? I mean, we are recording this time. You understand that, right? We don't need a stenographer to read back in our voices. Oh, well, it'd be easier, though. What are we going to do? Stop the recording and then go back and listen to it? If we had a stenographer, we could just ask them. All right. We'd have, they'd have to... They'd then have, why was it controversial? They'd probably what, have you to be in a, tail? They'd have to be in a different room because you'd hear all the clacking on the yeah. keyboard. Um. No, uh, just because it was like, uh, you know, he was wearing his pants low. and uh, when we Yeah, were... but he normally doesn't wear pants. I know. 
This was my question. Why would it be controversial if a character that never wears pants was wearing low pants? That's better than no pants. It's true. It's like my grandmother always said, low pants better than no pants. But this is in like the 90s when wearing your pants low was like, you know. uh, It's a political statement. Coming up next, uh, is your child wearing his pants low? Should you send him away forever? (laughs) We'll tell you, yeah. Was that that Peter Jennings? That was Peter Jennings. Uh, uh, So I had that one. I think I had a Taz one. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool, Tom. And then I want to say that like my grandma was like, oh, oh, you like this? And got me like a Tweety one. And then I was like, well, no, I'm not going to wear that. Taz and Bugs are cool, you idiot. Yeah, I'm not going to wear that, you dumb old bag. Yeah. Uh, So I did. Did you have any uh, Looney Tunes gear like that? No, but I had like uh, my family went to Washington, Mm D.C. And they were selling one where uh, with Abraham Lincoln and uh, a T-shirt where Abraham Lincoln and George Washington were wearing uh, street clothes. Okay. (laughs) Like because like the deal was it showed them on the front. And then right. it showed their backs on the back, right. and that was, was, a, like that was a, the style of the time. Right. It was like a magic shirt. Yeah. It was like, wow, <laughs> is this, am I just seeing through this person's <laughs> body? Yeah. Is that shirt somehow displaying uh, fictional characters in three dimensions? Yeah. Um, so I had one with uh, our nation's uh, father, George Washington, <laughs> and <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, and they were wearing like, sunglasses and backwards hats. and Yeah, that has nothing to do with Looney Tunes. Yeah, but it was because of the popularity of the Looney Tunes line that did that. They were mm-hmm. like, what if we took the Founding Fathers <laughs> and did that um, because it's Washington, D.C.? Right. There was also uh, an Urkel shirt that I was <laughs> very much... It had nothing to do with the Looney Tunes. Uh, very shirts. much had my eye on. Yeah, it did. Uh, I've lobbied my parents hard, and I had to choose... Mm-hmm. And there was also one that said uh, it had the lady from the Life Alert commercial on the floor, and it said, I've fallen, I can't get up, and I want it. This was a great store I went to, Tom. <laughs> You're just like, I think about this store like several times we, a week. This was in D.C., this yeah, store? Yeah, yeah. and you went in there, and you were just like, I need to do a complete makeover. Yeah, every shirt in here speaking my language. <laughs> I'll be the funniest boy in school if yeah. I had these shirts. And I didn't even, uh, I didn't even wear that president. I was too bashful because everybody else think I'm a nerd. Yeah, they'd be right. What? Oh, a nerd to? Oh, it's. Uh, you're not allowed to love the Constitution, Tom. Back then, it wasn't cool to love the Constitution. Not That's like it true. is now. Yeah. It's cool. Well, to... now you get to wave guns around when you when you <laughs> when you talk about how you love the Constitution. Yeah. Uh, back like then, it was fun. just like I love Looney Tunes, but I also love street culture. It's... There's a way to display both. I think the ones that I had, uh, my dad had gotten in the city from like uh, like a street vendor, and they like uh, wore off after like one washing. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, because the the real shirts were expensive. Yeah, I think those were like like made any licensed apparel. All right, and then Space Jam happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to watch Space Jam for the first time a couple months ago. Yeah, I've never watched Space Jam. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. It's for uh, kids. Yeah. I was like, what is this, a, a movie for kids? <laughs> it's for kids and Michael Jordan and nobody else. Yeah. Um, and I also didn't like watching uh, Patrick Ewing lose his powers. Patrick I, Ewing has powers? He, they, they steal his basketball. The, the Martians steal his uh, basketball ability. So they could use it for the bad guys. And it's just like, I didn't spend $100 on Patrick Ewing's shoes mm-hmm. to watch him on film be bad at basketball. That's yeah. humiliating for me. Was Marvin the Martian one of the Martians? Is he the coach? <sighs> Unclear. So the Monstars, they're Martians? They're aliens. Maybe not Martians. Maybe mm-hmm. I, I misspoke. Tom, uh, let's have the stenographer read this back. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I, I I do realize that I was sworn in when I walked into the room. As tonight, always, but uh, I, I can only apologize for misspeaking and saying that the monsters were Martians when in fact they're just aliens. They're just monsters. Yeah. Um, Tiny Toons, you did mm-hmm. or did not like. <sighs> Tiny Toons is one of the shows I watched a lot as like a kid because it was on after school, 
but I yeah, never... Yeah, were you a latchkey kid? Uh, certain days I was. Okay. Certain days, uh, both my parents were working, so I would come home by myself. So I would, yeah, just put on TV. Uh, and you'd put the key in the latch. I don't know what latchkey means. What is a latchkey? I think it means exactly that. You have to use your key to undo the latch and get inside. Yeah, but so like a kid who knows how to open a door? Yeah, it's a latchkey Why don't you just kid. call it like a forgotten child? <laughs> <laughs> Unwanted child. Yeah. An inconvenient child. Yeah, a child uh, his parents weren't prepared to raise. Uh... You weren't a latchkey kid? I went you to had two uh, working parents. Yeah. Uh hard working parents, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh I know I, I never saw them work. I went to uh you know, you've seen my dad mowing the lawn, I feel like. No, your your parents never took me to uh take your kid's friend to work day. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, no, I went to uh a babysitter's house. No, that can't be right. Yeah, uh, I guess I was your a baby. No, but like that was until like I like sixth no, no like fifth grade uh-huh. at some point yeah i was just home alone yeah a lot of time i'd i'd, I'd lock myself out i was a shitty latchkey kid i'd have to pee in the bushes a lot <laughs> while i waited lucky. for my parents to get home lucky they ain't called child <laughs> services on you how would you lock yourself out because i'd forget my keys i was an idiot there wouldn't be uh, like a key hidden somewhere like under the mat or something like that no sometimes i'd break in through the window yeah, I was gonna say. I think I broke into your house a bunch when I was a kid. Yeah, I always, I always got in trouble. That back for door doing was it. always unlocked. No, Tom, the wood's always in the back. <laughs> oh door. yeah, the wood's there. Yeah, yeah. You can't get past that wood. No. Yeah, the perfect lock. A piece of wood in the sliding glass door. And in the track, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. that's our Looney Tunes episode. <laughs> uh, should we uh, solve a problem? Yes. Hello, and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. Tom. And we're going to solve a problem, but before we do, if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. I say, I say, email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at googlemail.com. Well, you did a hybrid foghorn leghorn porky pig. Can we talk about porky pig for a second? Uh Uh-huh. They shouldn't have cast that pig. <laughs> it's bad at talking. You're right. They should have cast that pig. They should have gotten a different pig in yeah, the Yeah, get one that could talk. Uh, this guy comes from, this, uh, comes from a guy that doesn't want us to use his name. Okay. Uh, let's call him. Let's call him Porky. <laughs> no, don't call him Porky. Why? It's, an, that's it's a, a mean. No, that's not a name. That's something that's a disparaging thing they called a pig who with a speech impediment. He was made out of pork. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. And Beefy the cow. <laughs> uh, let's call him... Uh, beefy. Beefy. Uh, please let's don't call use him my real name. Benedict. Benedict, yes. Okay. That's a, I live in the southern part of the U.S. Yeah, I've heard And of work him. at a bar with usually one or two other coworkers each night. Mm-hmm. Everyone is great, and a few and few things annoy me, except how one of my coworkers constantly fakes an accent with customers. Does he? Is he fucking accent now? It's a vague New England accent. <laughs> oh, it's a uh, New England accent. It's a, it's a vague. Oh, it's a vague <laughs> accent. That surfaces every few sentences, and then always in a very exaggerated manner. Well, is it vague or is it exaggerated? When patrons from the American Northeast visit, mm-hmm. does this guy think we're British? We could, you could look, just be <laughs> like I'm American. American Northeast. Uh, he begins laying it on even thicker. I know this is not his actual accent because his significant other often calls him out on it, mm-hmm. and he really he rarely uses it in casual conversation with coworkers who also notice. Why is he doing this, and how can I ask him to stop it? I don't want to be a jerk to him. Because we're on good terms, but overhearing it is like sucking air over a cavity. Mm-hmm. Thanks a ton. I appreciate y'all's sage advice. You can tell he's from the American South. Right, because he says Because earlier he said y'all's. Uh-huh. Um, so a guy he works with at a bar yeah. occasionally fakes an accent most frequently 
when patrons are from the area that he's faking the accent from. Right. It might be that he learned how to bartend from walking, watching Cheers. That, yes. Even though they didn't really, you know, nobody had like very thick Boston accents on that show. I mean, John Ratzenberger, Cliff did. Yeah, but he was the only one. Yeah, that's weird. They had like, you know what? A uh, normie. Yeah, all or nothing, guys. Yeah. Like I know Woody was a transplant, right? Mm-hmm. He's from he's from the farm. He was from the American Midwest. <laughs> he was. Uh but yeah, nobody else really. Carla just had a general unpleasant accent, which I feel like happens in Boston a lot. Where it's oh like, yeah, I'm an imple- I'm an unpleasant person. Uh huh. Like sixty percent of the people from Boston, and uh, there were no racists on that show. That's weird, right? <laughs> I mean, there aren't many racists on... in Boston. No, no, is that what you were gonna say, Tom? <laughs> no, that I there are not... not many racists <laughs> in would... Boston. I would never uh, have said that. Uh, I was going to say there aren't that many racists uh, in sitcoms on TV except for like Archie Bunker. Yeah, Archie Bunker. Yeah, but you want them to uh, just have like one. Who was the the character? Uh, what was his name? That was just like Phil, who was just like around sometimes. Yeah, he was like yeah. a he was like a poor man's norm. Yeah, he, but like norm. So you th- you think like they should have made Phil a racist? <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah. I bet Phil had some dangerous thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I bet Phil... Like, Norm had a pretty dark life, right? But they yeah. made him uh, pretty likable and kind of, hey, you know. Right. He, is, he hates his wife. He hates He's Vera. frequently unemployed. He's He's got a hell of a tab worked up. They've yeah. got a big book. Yeah, exactly. He's He drinks too. He spends all day in a bar. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, Phil... It's just like you suspect his life is just as sad, except like he never even found a woman he could trick into marrying him to yeah. avoid. And nobody ever asks him how his day is going or anything. Yeah, and the, yeah, Phil's there just as often as Norm is, but mm-hmm. when he walks in, it's all like, Phil! And often... Like, Shut up, Phil. Often Phil is like a, a stool or two away from anyone Wait, else. Wait, is it Phil or Paul? I think I'm thinking the guy I'm thinking of is Phil, I believe. A hefty guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll call him Phil. Uh but he was like a couple of bar stools away just drinking quietly yeah. most of the time. In the last couple of seasons they they they, gave him, they, threw they him kinda a few more made bones. him a part of the gang and yeah. it's just like guys, I don't know what you're doing here. He's got no angle. And yeah. he's a, he seems like a really nice guy. <laughs> the actor or the character? The actor. The character I think probably has some secrets. Um so you, this person's got an annoying fake accent. Uh, I wonder if though. I wonder where in the South they are. If they're somewhere in the South with like very Southern accents, and if we heard this guy, would be like, oh, once in a while, this guy talks normal. Yeah, I mean, if it's a a New England accent, is different from like a New York or just like a straight like Midwestern accent, right? Yeah. Yeah, because like New York one is I am walking here, yeah, and Boston is hey like them apples, yeah, or like get out of my city. We don't like <laughs> your kind. Your kind, but, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think that's that big of a problem though. Uh, I don't think so. I don't either. think a New England accent is like uh, something like he's trying to impress anybody, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I do accents all the time, and you love them. You yeah. can't get enough of them. Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, do your impression of uh, this guy's coworker. I'll be a guy. Howdy, I'd like uh, myself a drink, please. Hey, would you like a beer? Yeah, I sure. That <laughs> sure is interesting. I can't even do a fucking southern <laughs> accent. That sure is interesting. Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah, that's a horrible bar picture. I was, was going to say that's an interesting accent, I think. Yeah. But I, then I got distracted. Hey, look, help. pal, you want a beer? You want to get the fuck out of here? Now that then turned into a New, New York. York accent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're doing a lot of hybrid uh, A lot of hybrid, yeah. It's, it's very a, hot in here. I've taken yeah. my shoes off, Tom, as you know. I've been working on a, a bunch of fusion accents. <laughs> it's great. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know what to just deal with it. I don't know. Trick him in. Glass him. Glass him. Yeah. Hit him with a glass. Hit him with a glass. Say I've had enough of it. Is that what you really mean? Uh, yeah. Is that yeah, what you meant by glass? Yeah, glass him. 
Yeah, um, I reject the notion that this is a problem. Yeah, I agree. You know what? You got to do something to pass the time at the bar. Yeah, and a mild New England accent. <laughs> uh-huh. It's fine. Maybe you're in the South and you don't realize how ridiculous Southern <laughs> accents are. Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe if we heard this guy, we'd be like, oh, once in a while your, uh, your co-worker talks normal. Yeah. Well, it must be so horrible for you. Yeah. Maybe you can learn a thing or two from your uh, your coworker, Beefy. Yeah. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us, the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. And thank you for your your, your email. Evo. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry Tom was so mean. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think this is the first uh, problem we've ever rejected the premise of. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> sorry a, you're wrong. Hey, sometimes you send in a problem and we just tell you uh, no. Yeah, grow up. You're wrong. <laughs> Uh, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can follow us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me on those things at your pal, Tim. And you can support the show by supporting our sponsors. Also by supporting us through Amazon purchases, your normal Amazon purchases at tcgt.com slash Amazon. We get a little bit of a kickback. Doesn't cost you a goddamn thing extra. And also, you can uh, check out our Patreon, tcgt.com slash pledge, where you can get fun bonuses like weekly episodes of Fast Food Friday every Thursday. Yeah. Uh, where we cover all the fast food news that we choose to chew. Oh, yeah. All the news you can chew. Yeah. That we choose to chew. Uh, news you choose to <laughs> chew. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got to remember that. Okay. Uh, you, well, if we had a stenographer here, then we wouldn't. Yeah, if the only there was some way to capture these ideas. <sighs> Brilliant ideas, uh, Tom. Mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't cover the Looney Tunes as much as I would have liked. What more would you have liked? I would have liked a more comprehensive look at all the characters. Go to our Reddit page, uh, reddit.com slash r slash tcgte. I like that. You can discuss the episode. Um, but yeah, like uh, I feel like we didn't mention... We barely man- mentioned the way that Daffy Duck's beak goes behind him sometimes. <laughs> uh, only under uh, extreme circumstances. That duck got shot point blank <laughs> in the face numerous times. I don't understand why they were arguing so much about duck season or rabbit season. Yeah, they were both immortal. And it well, Bugs Bunny, nothing ever happened to him. Like he always avoided yeah. getting shot. Mm-hmm. But like getting shot, like just turned you like turned uh, like. Turn you into ash. For like a second. Mm-hmm. And then in the next scene, you're fine. So you think the the, the Looney Tunes characters are being big babies? Kind of. Yeah. Or maybe Bugs Bunny knew that he was more fragile than the rest of them. Yeah, he might not have been immortal. A like Mr. Glass type character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. It does. And he was really good at baseball, too. I just wanted to get that in. He could play all the He played all the positions at, at freaking once. To this day, there's not a professional baseball player out there doing that. Bo Jackson. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>